Hey, good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. During this time, God is going to give you a lot of clarity and just release fresh revelations upon you to answer things that you're not even asking. Yeah, you are that favored. But you have to continue to be open for God to do whatever he wants to do in and through your life. And I know that you are open. Stay open. Stay humble. Stay available. You know, stay intuitive to the voice of God. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you like this, sweetheart, my life, just me over here on my own, it's like when I say yes to God, it's like God took that yes as if I said it for the very first time. And just taking steps of faith, I'm just, my life is like Abraham. Seriously, but at first it was like Job. I have re- just about every, you know, testimony I have read is a little bit of everything in it. And you know why? Because we have an enemy that's trying to do the same things to each other. You know, each one of us. Still kill and destroy. And I just thank God so much that just walking into blessings like that, that I don't have to put my hands in. I don't have to think about. I'm not up at night. I cast every care. It's like my life is just burning light. And it feels so good. I'm not focused on anything but God. If God put these desires in my heart, if God give me these visions and dreams, he's going to allow these gifts of the spirit to activate those promises to pass, which mean miracles, signs, and wonders following. And I just thank God so much. So today, just say, you know, yes, God, just rededicate your yes to God right now. Just yes, God, rededicate everything, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, rededicate that right now to God. Take your hands off and while they're off, keep them off in every area of your life. You don't have to think about anything that he already written down. If God not saying it, then you don't say it. Hallelujah. So allow God to freely move and give you the clarification that you need. Because a lot of times we just strategizing on things that God just want to freely put in your hand and place in your path for it to come to pass. So just enjoy the clarification. I love you so much. I miss you. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. God, I haven't seen you last week. God don't have me to go on YouTube. Yeah. even I mean, just to look at, you know, movies or other things that come and people reply on things like that. But God don't have me to look at Virginia right now. So I'm just going to obey him and just, you know, not do that. Whatever God say don't do, I'm not going to do it because he's doing it for a reason. He said it because of purpose. So I'm just going to be obedient to that. Yeah. But I miss looking at you. Mm, wow. Oh, God. Hey. Okay, let me not lose sight of what I'm saying. It's not easy to talk to you and not, you know what I'm saying? Oh, God. But I love you inside out. Mm-hmm. So we commit by rededicating, you know, our commitment back over to God regarding everything. These desires, God is responsible to bring them to pass. And I take it up higher due to me saying what God says. It's already done. You know, I live in that. I live in that reality, the finished work. That is my reality that it's already written, you know? So just enjoy knowing that it's already written. Everything you think, everything you do, unto the glory of God, it's already written. Don't think outside of that. It will frustrate you. It will agitate you. It will just penetrate you in ways that you don't need to be. You understand? Become very troublesome. But I love you so much. I thank God for you so much. I release peace over your mind, you know, your forebrain, your midbrain, and your hindbrain. Then it continue to just, you know, be sharpened, be quickened, be renewed, you know, because it has been restored. 
And I thank God for that so much. Just enjoy all that's coming your way. Yes, don't you worry about anything. I know as a man, you know, naturally the first thing a man would think, what can I do to make my life better and those who are connected to my life? But the thing about it is, you're not a mere man. You are a son of God and not a son of man. That is a huge difference. You just submit to whatever God has written down and you continuously, you know, humbly give God praise because of it being written down already. So continue just to submit to that. Get your hands out, not saying that they are in. If they are in, keep them out. Because if you put your hands even in your thoughts, if you put your hands in just, it could be positively, you just trying to make things work, trying to do life. But the thing is, your life is not your own. It's unto the glory of him. So only for you to reach your full potential, the only way you can reach your full potential is if you allow him to see you through it. He is your provider. He provides for you in every area of your life. You are not your provider. You are not my, you don't even have what it takes to provide for me. God is all that we need. Now he put things and ideas and visions and put resources in your hand to make sure his plan come to pass. But let it be him and not you. Hallelujah. When it comes to your emotions, peace be still in every area of your life, sweetheart. Peace be still. That means peace can move. Commanded to be still in everything that you do. Mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, peace be still no matter what you hear. Peace be still no matter what you even try to tell yourself. Peace be still. Hallelujah. Your joy be still by your joy being full. You understand? Overflow in joy. Yes. I thank God so much for everything, even patience, kindness. Let me tell you very quickly. My preparation it's not me becoming who I already am. It's me discovering what's already inside that I was not aware of because we cannot receive wisdom outside of God. So I'm just knowing who I really am for the very first time in a great sense, you know, reaching my full potential. And I laid everything at his feet, every care of this world around me. The world can talk to you. It can talk to your mailbox. It can talk to you through your account. It can talk to your body. It can talk. But we're not going to talk back in a sense to engage and become entangled. If we say we're going to bless the Lord with all that's within us, that's exactly what we're going to do. Allow God to freely move. You don't have to think outside of God because there is no thoughts positively outside of him. Not saying that you are. I don't mind setting a reminder to put these words in the atmosphere just to remind the enemy to remain, that he also remain and always will remain under our feet. No matter what he choose to do, say or try to bring our way. He have nothing in us. I have no idea that God would take me off my job, take me from paying rent, that's the price of mortgage, to have me paying nothing. That I didn't even look to find. It came to me. I don't have a care. And he took every responsibility from me. I don't have to pay anything. And the things that he put in my hand, that's what he had me to do. 
went from paying seventeen eighty two to paying nothing but water, and that's only sixty five dollars, and sometimes less than that. He wants to take every care that we cast unto him. He wants to remove every burden. I used to care so much about my well-being. I thought I had it all. I had a great job, money taking care of my son, had enough money, had food, had cars, had everything that God put in my hands resourcefully, you know, due to a nine to five to take care of me. But God don't want us to live in that reality that's inside of a box where he can give us more than we can ask or even think. I didn't ask for this. I didn't even think about this. And yet it's a part of me because it thought of me. It asked for me. The blessings ask for you. The resources ask for you. It's a part of you. We sitting sitting there looking at it being higher than us, better than us, more valuable than us. No, we are the ones that are valued. As a son and a daughter of God, you could be sitting there strategizing, how can I do my well-being? How can I do life? And that's in the way. Our thoughts can have God take his hands off. Don't I know it? Don't I know it? You understand? So we just rededicate our commitment back over to God. I want you to engage in conversations that are only faith-based. The foundation is the fruits of the Spirit that goes coincide with the gifts of the Spirit. Nothing else matters. Because when you live by the Spirit and live by the gifts of the Spirit, you are seeking God first and not the things that's added first. It's nothing you can ever do on your own ability to think that you could be well off to even come to me. You don't have that ability. But God will grant you the favor due to what he say to you to do regarding me and regarding you. So this preparation is about me knowing who I am. Because I cannot get to know who you are without knowing who I am. And I don't know who I am without knowing who he is. That's what this preparation is about. It's not about me knowing what marriage is. Because you got to be first married to God. That's what marriage is. A commitment to God. Honor to God. Serving God with your whole heart. Only believing. These are key action words. Only believe. God will give a statement and an answer. Before you enter your mother's womb, there's a statement. Here's the answer. I knew you. A statement. Before one man, many was made sinners. Here's the answer. And because of one man, many was made righteous. It's always a cause and effect, a problem and a solution. That is a testimony. Hallelujah. I thank God so much that the things that I didn't even think about, that's why I said above what you can ask or even think, it's above me because I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even in the forefront of my mind. And I'm just walking around so freely. And God is excelling me so fast. It don't matter what it looks like on the outside. How a person's life may seem to look or appear. People will confess that you are blessed when you walk alongside with God. And I'm going to tell you like this. Without love, we don't have nothing. I don't care if you can preach the socks off somebody's feet. If you don't have love, you don't have nothing. Simple as that. That is the foundation. That is the ministry. Love. Not some timing, not pick and choose, not every other day. Love. 
When you're married to God, there's no way you cannot know how to be married to somebody else. You understand? We don't marry each other and get married to bridegroom. I love the story of the ten virgins. And we take it in sense as because they didn't have anything that Christ dismissed them. No, it's so much bigger than that. The fact is, five had light, and the light was the only to see in the darkness the wait for the bridegroom. And that is not a true testimony as if it happened. It's symbolically speaking, it's a parable. Christ is giving you an example. You don't know the hour or the day when I can come and visit you. So be alert, be available, be, be ready. And that's why he parably spoke and said, when they walked away, that's when he came. When they came back, the other five were gone. And I'm going to tell you how desperate you got to be for that visitation from the bridegroom. That you don't leave, no matter if you feel like you don't have enough. Because he can take something that don't seem like it's enough to make it more than enough. And let me give you an example. The other five that didn't have should have went with the five and grouped up and linked up with those who did. Two, 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 two. You understand? Or just huddled up. You don't have your five. You don't have your, your last one out. Okay. Be around us. That's more than enough light for five. To release to the other five. Just to Christ come. You don't need no lamp when you're into the celebration of the party. That he's referring to. Because he is the light. He is the way. So you got to be so desperate. I'm not leaving. I'm not doing anything to rob myself of what God say to me. I'm not speaking about anything that he don't say to me. I'm not trying to figure out my life. I'm not thinking about no nothing. No nothing in the future in the sense that I got to panic. I got to worry. God is responsible for every desire he placed in your heart for every dream. Now who's bold enough? Who's daring enough? Who has that much faith to only believe that he will take great care of you without you putting your hands in the plow? And that's it. Seriously, who's bold enough for God to make an example out of? I am. Look like I didn't have nothing. And you know why God had to break that off of me? Because of pride. Because I'm used to having everything and thinking that I'm the one who's doing it. I, I got the job. I got the money. Okay, I'm still blessing God. I'm sowing. I'm giving. I'm praying. I'm shopping whenever I want to shop and do whatever I want. And then God brought me into a place where I can only depend on him. So many times I was denying help, denying blessings. I ain't no charity case. Gus, I never said you was a charity case. I said, when you give, you go reap. You sow, you go reap. I didn't tell you how the blessing's going to flood your life. I got to break that pride. I know you can do what you think you can do, what you actually cannot do without me. I'm trying, I'm doing something here. I got to break that pride. I got to break you. I got to break you. The world trying to destroy you. And it's in your mind. In your subconscious. That's why you're trying to protect yourself so you won't be hurt anymore. So that's why you're trying to protect yourself so you won't be broke anymore. That's why you're trying to invest in your future so you can have. So you will never be without again. But that's not why you're here. 
That's not a son of mine to even think that way. You're not responsible for your future. You're not responsible for your children. You're not responsible for your well-being. You're not responsible for your bills. I am. How can you call me who I am and don't demonstrate what I do? Stop caring when I say cast every care. Why you caring? I said count it all joy. That means it's multiplication and joy. Count it. You're counting it. It's a measure of joy. And I dealt to every man the measure of faith. It's measurements because there are no limits. So you can see and excel as far as you want to go. You're right where you're supposed to be. When you look like you're not where you want to be. Because I said seek me first. And you're seeking me. Many try to question your goals on purpose for those who have, not all. Just to hear what you got to say. And the enemy sent them there to make you feel like you don't have. Because they answer a question you can't even answer. It can put you in a place that you don't want to be. But you still continue to seek me first. You had enough of putting your hands in it. I'm doing something in this preparation with you. You're not independent anymore because you're dependent on me now. You're not thinking about your well-being. I am your well-being now. You don't even say when, what, or how anymore. You just say yes, God, now. You only believe now. You even get frustrated when others panic about their well-being now. Talking words of reality but still trying to live under heaven's mentality. It doesn't work. You can't serve God in mammon. We put our hands in, he takes us off immediately. And God said to me, well done, Kredisha. Well done, Kredisha. Well done. Now I'm adding on to you. You didn't want me to add first thing you seek me. You know how many say they give their lives to me and still try to take care of their own? Because they're afraid of being without. Not knowing that with me you have all that you can ask for everything. Because the world try to talk to you. The world try to talk to your emotions. The world try to talk to your mind. By reminding you what you naturally have. When you have a treasure in the kingdom. Now what's your reality? Those vision dreams that God placed in our hearts. It's because that is what he written down. Who's not going to enjoy to love who they really are? That's the purpose of Satan trying to deceive us. To not find out who we really am. I mean who we really are. Who I really am. People get marriage all wrong because you know why? They're not married to God first. You talk to your husband, your father about everything, your wife about everything. They teach you. They help you. Because you're not just married to anybody. You have a covenant with God. It's a covenant. There are no burdens on my back. There are no cares on me. 
God took away every responsibility that I had. I could open up my fridge and be like, okay, God, you already know. Thank you. And there it goes. Every time. Every time. I have a great sense to know that you go back and forth with your emotions concerning your well-being, sweetheart. So we rededicate that. It's his. Because his is so much better than ours. We don't have to do anything. You just walk right into it. Or you put it in your hand or use somebody to place it in your hand. Let them do that. It's better than you try to work up and figure out or put things that, you know, that you can't even really do and it frustrates you. You can even tell yourself, I can even tell myself, I can't. It's not. It won't. No, God. I really mean it when I say be it under me. Father, if you're responsible for me, that is your responsibility. Take care of me. So why am I worried about any part of the past, present, or future? I'm open so he can freely move however he wants to. And majority of the time, it's how we didn't expect him to. Seriously. I had no idea there was going to be a pandemic. No one did. I didn't know that was going to be my breakthrough. Coming out of a place that you would actually panic. Took away every responsibility. Pay a mortgage. More than mortgage. To pay nothing. Hotel fees. 200 a night. Nothing. I have to pay any of that anymore. And God said, I got to live listening to him. Everything that I do is because he said, he's telling me. I'm walking while he's talking. I'm not standing still while he's talking. Or I'm not walking and then waiting to hear. It's like Abraham. And I just came from a testimony of Job. And I received my invitation as Joseph did. And I'm walking. And God's talking. Move me into a place. You've been referred. We can't really tell you who referred you. You are well loved. You are favored. You are a blessed woman. Because this rarely happens. But don't brag about it. Don't tell nobody about it. Because you know how sometimes you can say something that other people feel some kind of way. Well, how come she this and that? Yeah, we got to, you know, he's going to put us in an uncomfortable place. You just received your blessing. Your rent, zero. Just pay water. <sighs> Thank you. People come on holidays. I don't even know. Knocked on my door. We've been referred to you. I'm like, who referred y'all? It doesn't matter. Just receive. It took me some time to let go of the pride because when you give, and not just giving, you know, resourcefully, when you give your heart, God gives you his heart. When you give God your mind, he gives you his thoughts. When you give God your praise, he gives you your blessings. When the praises go up, the blessings got to come down. It's scripture. Thanking God for not knowing what's to happen. Thanking God for placing desires in my, my heart to happen. Don't have to figure out how he's going to do it. Just know he already worked it out. That's how I live. Scripture. Not traditionally. Not religiously. But scripture. Heartfelt. Effectual. Fervent help. Always come from the Lord. Like he said, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. It'll much. 
Sometimes I would say, God, what I'm going through is out of my control. I don't like it. It don't feel good. It hurts me. I don't want to go through anything like this. It hurts me. To go to a place that's supposed to be welcoming. Come on. But I'm still doing it. And ain't no devil, no demon gonna stop me. All I've been through and God pulled me out. You think I'm gonna stop now? When it's glory upon glory, glory upon glory? Come on, devil. You know I'm fully equipped. I will not sit down. I will not shut up. I am fully loaded. Loaded with what? Benefits. No one can ever tell me I can't. I won't. Because I already have. Now that's how I walk here. Because that's how I walk in the kingdom. And no one going to take that truth away from me. It's promised to me. Exercise your faith. It's promised to me. You ever been through so much turmoil from people that you don't want no one to be around you because you don't want them to go through anything you've gone through because some people can be that immature and try to call somebody else to go through something because they imagine they're not having their way. And we declare the decree is God's way. And that's where I'm at with this. I'm going to see this thing. In fact, I already seen it through. It building up my character. And I thank God for it. Kudisha today is not the Kudisha from yesterday. I get greater. I'm supposed to. It's scripture. Hallelujah. Seriously. No, hallelujah. Seriously. We must be on one accord. I cannot have no cares and no burdens on my back. And you're sitting there caring about things. We're not on one accord if you are like that. I cannot submit and surrender my life to God and be glad about what he's releasing unto me regarding my well-being, regarding your well-being, if you're trying to figure out what he's going to do. Not on one accord. If you're even thinking about you, we're not on one accord. It's nothing you can do for me. He does it. And if you think so, we're not on one accord. You can't provide for me. We're not on one accord if you think that way. You're not preparing to provide. When we have a provider who causes us to prepare. We're not on one accord if you don't think that way. Hallelujah. So we rededicate our yes. We rededicate every promise spoken and that he's currently speaking over our lives. 
every natural, any thought naturally, resourcefully, lift it back up to him. Lift this ministry back up to him. Lift our giftings back up to him. Our standing back up to him. Our faith back up to him. I feel so powerful. I can go in the White House right now. And every knee will bow before the presence of God that's with me right now today. I can speak to nations upon nations right now. I'm filled with words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and I gain a great understanding that all things work together. All things work together. All things work together to the good of those who love the Lord. All things. Everything is all things. And that's where the praise comes from. Knowing that everything that the devil trying to do, here's your outcome. Here's your breakthrough every single time because you're still here. That means you push through. That means you push past. That means you start yourself up. That means you continue to believe. Use your faith. So there's your praise. There's your giving of thanks. I can't think about anything other than God being glorified. Can you think about that? God says he's going to deal with me with the driving thing. He didn't really have any good experiences. I got my license at 16. That's 2001, 2000. In District of Columbia, it didn't take much. You need only 48 hours. And you can sign the hours off on yourself. My mom was working, my stepdad was working, so no one could actually take me out to get the experience. I had to pay the drivers. Because in Mer- I mean, D.C., you don't have to go to driving school. Just get the hours and submit them in, and you can take the road test. And I got my license at 16. I didn't start driving until I was, you know, 23, 24. Only had two vehicles, and I barely drove them. And if I did, I was tipsy behind the wheel because I was so nervous, I didn't know what nothing was. They don't teach you with everything. They just teach you about the basics of, you know, different signs and the mileage and, you know, the lanes. Nothing about what's the, what, what equipment is in the car, what the labels are, and where to find them. I didn't know what nothing was. It's like, you know, when you buy a toy or buy anything, a product, it comes with instructions. Cars don't come with instructions because you were instructed before you even get a license to even purchase a car. But it wasn't instructional in that time. Every time people try to flash me with their lights to tell me at night, turn your lights on. I'm like, I wish I knew where they were. I don't know where the lights are, where that switch is. And I was too embarrassed to tell somebody or ask somebody. Like, you don't know that. Why you why you driving if you don't know where the lights at? So I'm just like, okay, let me just, you know, keep going. You know, oh God. Very nervous driver. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have how can you have confidence in something you're not sure about? So, of course, I'm not going to have a good experience. I'm not, you know, fully educated to feel confident to even be on the road to drive. And I'm going to let God deal with that when he do. You understand? I'm not afraid. I'm just not experienced. I wouldn't work as a tailor when I don't, not experienced. <laughs> That's why they always ask for those who are qualified. Who knows what they're doing. 
And I'm not the only one on the road. And there's many people out there on the road right now, as of right now, who's on the road right now and don't know what they're doing. Signaling wrong, all on your back, on your bumper. Road rage drivers. Come on. Speedy drivers, slow drivers. Impatient drivers. You got to put up with all of that on that road. And I was like, this is a lot. This is, this is, this is, a, this is a full-time job just being on the road. And I'm a deep thinker. So, I, you know, God give me visions and stuff a lot. So I'm having a vision while I'm driving. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me uh, do something here, you know? So it's not a good experience I had. I just thank God that, you know, every time I raced in a car being under the influence behind a wheel, I didn't crash. I didn't hit anybody. You know, thank God for the people that race and crash. You know, I thank God for every person caught on side swiped and kept going. Jesus Christ. Today, you know, got it fixed. You know, I was like, you know, Jesus. My God, it only happened like what, twice? Jesus, that's too many. Thank God that, you know, didn't get pulled over. Don't have no record of nothing on my record about nothing. Thank God for that. You know? I noticed that I have some friends on Facebook, you know, that I was, you know, I see now that we're not friends now. And I said to myself, what happened? God? How, how, how come I'm not their friend now? Because the guy I was falsely married to was going behind my back. Because I don't keep nothing from anybody. You know, you want my pastor? Here they are. And they were going to random people. Church people, school people. Saying things or, you know, make, saying as if I'm talking. I don't want to be bothered with you and all these things to the brothers in Christ. As if I'm saying these things and unfriending people. And I feel like, you know, like, God, darn, you did all that? You understand? I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> I just thank God for everything. I just thank God that it's over. Because I know what it's like, not even just in a false food marriage, but to be in a false position, you know? I mean it. It feels so good to be free and love yourself, not be insecure about even the things on the inside or on the outside. People will say all kinds of mean things growing up as kids. Especially if you grew up in a home without both parents, you know, that's already right there, a lack of something. Back in our days, we had television shows like Full House, Family Matters, Family Ties, and all these well-functioning families. And it caused you to feel like you're not good enough because yours not functioned. I don't see no TV show back in the late 80s, early 90s where a father in jail. Neighborhood with drugs. Gotta duck down and shoot. I never seen Steve Urkel duck down due to a gunshot. Neither Uncle Jesse on Full House. Not even Theo on the Cosby's. The most that he ever done was got his ears pierced. 
mother, lawyer, father, doctor. That's what that was the reality for the world, how a family should be. So I feel like I didn't get a fair chance. Seeing the beautiness of the world. And I'm going to tell you like this. I thought for a second that, you know, when I go other places and travel a lot, I always seem to miss where I'm from. Because that's where you know where you're from. But it's not the gunshots that I miss. It's not the drugs that I miss. It's not the violence that I miss. It's the neighborhoods and the mentality of us that we can relate. That we can come together and relate. Do music, do coming together, do parties, do go-go's, do block parties, do festivals. We can relate. We're in the same area, see the same things, heard the same things. And many of us heard we would never be anything, don't have anything. Many of us was growing up in the system or getting help from the system or taken from the system. And we can relate. And God gave me the revelation just now. It's not that you have a hood mentality. You just have a passion for those you can relate to due to growing up how you did. But that's not it for you. And it's not it for them. I'm looking for those who are going to be committed into what I want to do to bless others as I bless them. So who is committed? Who's bold enough? Who's daring enough? Then let's do it. He's not looking for those. It's boring to God when I'm sitting here trying to figure out how am I going to get to marry you? How am I going to even have or how? what are you doing on your end to make sure that we would never have or be without or, you know, what do you have? What are you bringing to me? I can't come at you that way. Your life is not your own. And as a new creation, as a new creature, you're only living his realities over your life. So I already know what to expect from you because heaven's reality is heaven's reality. And we're here on earth as it is in the kingdom. So all that earth mentality, all those earth realities, the way we used to think and try to take care of ourselves and think that we got to do this and do that, that is in the past. You only believe, then that's what you're going to do. Regarding present, past, or future. God wouldn't put kids in my heart if we couldn't take care of them. Because who's providing us the care to take care of them? You can't do it. You don't have enough. And if you think you can do it, you would never be able to. Only he can. With his favor and his grace upon our lives. Neither can I with you. If you're looking for a woman who walked by sight, it ain't me. Now, if you're looking for a woman that's walking by faith, according to what God said to you, you already found your good thing. You understand? I'm just that open. I'm just that bold to believe God. Just like that. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And that's why my life, my life is so burden light. It's so yoke easy. I don't have a care in the world. Go home and just lay down and God just tell me relax for the whole day. The whole day? The whole day. Oh, wow. What is this like? <laughs> Even while you're relaxing, you're still, as an intercessor, that's what you do. Even with your thoughts to relax, you're still interceding. Because your heart is right. Your heart is fixed. Your heart is of gold. You have a compassion for humanity. 
You care about others more than you care about yourself. People are going to always be in your heart and on your mind, but not assist to be troubled. I don't want nothing that you're trying to do on your own. I can throw that in the trash right now. Don't want it. Don't need it. I want what's written down. So we're going to submit to what's written down. That's our reality. Know the difference between you then and you now? Even though now you have came up higher and you have gained much more, but then you were more of a risk taker. You saw love and you took a risk to go after what God was saying. But now, during this time, it shows you how much of earth's reality is a distraction to us because now you're more focused on what can you do, how can you do, you gotta do this, you gotta make sure this first before you can come. That's a difference between you then and now. You understand? But this is what I want for you, to seek him first. Seek him first. And everything else will be added, just like that unto you. Okay? Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love you.